Hi, and welcome back to Beer with Jesus with Denise and Rob. Tonight I am drinking coffee, but this is um, Cookie Company coffee, and it tastes like iced oatmeal cookie, so it's pretty interesting. And my selection for the podcast is from our local brewer, Mother Stewart's, and it's Pool Sharp Pale Ale. And... I know I'm showing my age, but on the can is the old Hanna-Barbera, or whatever it was back in the day, I think that's what it is, the character Jabberjaw, the shark, so the Jabberjaw's on it, you know, Jabber, 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 Which cartoon? Jabberjaw. Okay. I can't remember. I mean, I remember the cartoon, but I can't remember. I still don't know how how they got away with using that on their can, but hey, it's cool. I I always that was one of my favorite cartoons on the USA Network. I don't even remember how the cartoon went. I because they they weren't in water; they walked on the didn't they? I can't remember. It's been too long. So tonight's podcast, uh, you know. When we go and try to decide on a topic or whatever, we, we'll ask each other early in the week, what should we do our next podcast on? Because we, we don't sit and plan weeks in advance, you know, unless we have a, a special guest. And so I, I, earlier this week, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, I, the Holy Spirit just told me love. I kept hearing love. I said, okay, we'll do love. And uh, we went to church today and, Wow, it it was like real. The message was about love, basically, and it was evident that. And I I, I prayed and thank God. I said, like, okay, this is why you wanted to. To, have us do this podcast tonight, you know, because we found out this morning that there was a young man, I think twenty years old, that was lived right around the corner from our pastor's house, and he got killed in a drive-by, and. You know, that's pretty sad, you know, and it begs the question what Tina Turner used to say is, what's love got to do with it? And the answer is everything. <coughs> so, that's going to be our topic tonight is love. And I want to get this out too. We do have a listener that it's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Nate. Enjoy your ride home for your birthday. As you listen to us on your birthday. So, we're going to start our reading in Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 34. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. 
To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far off, far off from the kingdom of God. From then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. I mean, Jesus spelled it out right there. You know, you need really need to, first off, love the Lord with everything you got. And loving your neighbor. And that pretty much covers all the commandments, really. It all boils down to love. I'm kind of focused on the the last one there, 34. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, and he said to him, You're not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared ask him any more questions. So, does love leave you speechless? And does it leave you... With no room to argue. No one contested Jesus. Nobody nobody even piped up and said, you know, but he he killed someone. How can we love him? I mean, they, they didn't give him examples of reasons that you can't love someone. Nobody said, no one asked him any more questions. No one dared to ask him. No one challenged him. There was no... But what if? But what if? Kind of makes you wonder. I mean, he... It was such a good answer that the... That they didn't have a rebuttal to him. They're like, yeah, yeah you're you're right. And case closed. Done. Done. And you know, in this this world we live in these days, you know... Going back to that drive-by shooting... This is all. This, I wasn't even planning on talking about a drive-by, but this just happened this morning, so I feel I should include it. And, you know, I don't know if it was gang-related or not. I don't know the full details, but you know, a gun was involved, obviously. You know, and no matter what your view on guns, we all agree that violence with guns is not very good. And you know, everyone's got different political views. People are thinking they're some different sex and when they're not, you know, and it's just... People have lost their identity. And I'm not talking sexual identity, their identity. Our identity is only that we were created by God to be servants to God and one another. And anything else outside that is false. And that... You can be whatever you want to be. You can believe whatever you want to be, believe, but it's false. I mean, if you, you make a car, you drive the car. But if you take that same car and you put it on a boat, it's, or put it on water, it's going to sink. It's not going to float. Unless it's, not, it's the ampy car. Well, go ahead, take your Jeep. <laughs> Take it from the street and try to use it as a boat and see what happens. You, We can't be anything other than children of God. That's it. Whatever you try to be, it's not going to succeed. Because that's not what we were made to do. And I think when people think love, they think like me and Denise's love for each other. Like married couple love. But love, I mean... It, 
it's to me it's it's caring for others, being patient with others, having grace for others, being able to forgive other people, you know, not getting offended by everything, you know, just showing or treating someone how you want to be treated. You see someone that's down. I see we have a coworker, or I have a coworker, you know, that person gets down the dumps. I try to make her laugh and it brings her spirits up. You know, that's to me is showing love that, hey, I care enough or I'll say, just listen to people. Listening is showing love. You know, we were talking at our table life last week, how everyone, like when I got my hair cut, the, I just wanted to get my hair cut and get out of there and the, the hairstylist really smelled and I was just ready to get done and over, but she wanted to tell me her whole life story and every situation, situation was going on to her, with her. But I listened and it seems to happen a lot with me and one of our apostles at church explained why he says i have a a look of empathy so whatever that i didn't know i had that gift of empathy but i guess i'll take it but if you read the epistles paul goes in a lot of detail about love i mean like we were been in a series called tlc at church and it's been going through the first test Thessalonians, but our next section reading it, I think, is very as a very famous section. You you see the ending of it. All all these country girls always stick it on everything, and you know, faith, hope, and love. You know, and I I don't think they really knew where a lot of them knew where it came from, but it comes from this passage, and it's First Corinthians thirteen. 1 through 13. And here it goes. And yet I will show you the most excellent way. If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all my give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. I have to pause. The Holy Spirit's like flowing through me right now while I'm reading this. Woo! Man, I'm getting that tingle. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. 
When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you out there have heard that passage. I think they recite it at weddings, I think, occasionally. If I'm correct, don't they, Denny? I don't go to a whole lot of weddings. I don't know. Well, I haven't been. Weddings and funerals are kind of like my, yeah. Mm. Funerals, I out of respect, but. I'd rather go to the reception. I, I don't like either one of them, really. <laughs> But, you know, God's love is why the world exists. And we are here <laughs> because of it. And if we just go around being hateful to others, not giving a crap about anyone but, our, but ourselves, then life is meaningless. I think we all have had folks that you just don't care for. They just get under your skin. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I had a guy in the military I just could not get along with. It. Larry? I, yes. <laughs> Larry. I mean, it doesn't mean you ha you have to hang out with the guy or or anything like that or a gal. But you still have to have grace for him. I mean, I didn't I didn't hate the guy. I just our personalities didn't match. I mean, you're not going to, your personality's not always going to match with everyone. But that doesn't mean you have to treat him like crap. You know, me and him butted heads a lot. Got in trouble a lot because we're but, but, us butting heads, but I never hated the guy. I, I wouldn't go have a beer with him, that's for sure. But I wouldn't cast him aside if I needed help working on something or. At the base. I haven't talked to him in five years. You don't miss it, do you? No. I heard <laughs> all about the stories. One of my co-workers, well, she retired, but her son took my place, actually, at, at Wright-Patterson, and he had to work with that guy. And I had to hear about it, so. <laughs> but you know what? Jesus loves him, and Jesus died for him. But that's one thing about Larry, though. He did have huge faith in Christ and I you know I can see the joy he had but sometimes I wonder if he did the he had a one you know, of those holier than now attitudes when I see people who are difficult to love for me to love and realize that God loves them and loves them so much that he died for them. I, it makes me in awe of God's patience. God's grace. It, it, it's just like. You've got to be patient to love somebody who's unlovable. That's true. It, it's hard to comprehend. <laughs> it really is. Uh, like, I mean you, there's just some people you just scratch your head like what are you thinking? Um, and it's, and you get like the gang members. I mean, 
they have so much hate towards another group because of the color they wear. Or, I mean, I don't know. I've always kind of stood, stayed away from that kind of. Well, with the gangs, they they try to mimic family. Like if you're in this gang, you are loved, you are protected, you are all the things that we believe God for, and they want that closeness. They want they want what we have in Jesus, but they seek it outside the church. Which I'm not saying you have to go to church, but going to church allows you to use the gifts that God give you. I mean, I've heard from many people stating, I can have church at home. I can read my word at home. I can, I can study at home. I don't have to go to a church. And you don't. You can. But the truth is that there are gifts and talents that God gives each and every one of us. Who are you benefiting if you're just staying in the walls of your own home? You, you you need the I think the word even says you need to be part of the church because if if I'm weak I can go to church and say hey Amy I'm weak I need I need some prayer I need some help go to Kathy and there's numerous amount of you people the Carolyn you go to the sermonator he'll yeah. pray over you our I, friend went over there I mean last last week and they don't know each other they met then and she let it all out and. Next thing I look over and there, she's getting prayer. I mean, that's what you get by going to a church and being part of something. When you're down, someone else is there to pick you up and lift you up. And then there might be another week where you're on fire, but they're down. And this morning, our pastor, he he's broken down. And it was a humbling experience for me to see that. I mean, the man that we all look up to, he, he has a weak moment. It's not sinful weak, but spiritually weak. And he's ready for, you know, to be filled back up so that he can go out and do the things that he needs to do. And that's what we all did. We all rallied right next to him and his wife. You know, and it's about showing love to the community and... Helping these folks um, get their life straight. Show them that love. You know, show them that people care. Show them all that. And that goes to our next reading. And we're going back to Jesus on this. Because I think Paul teaches good, but I think Jesus spells it out, you know. And I'm going to go to Luke 6, 27 through 36. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. If you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. 
but love your enemies. Do good to them and lend them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High because he is kind to the ungrateful and, and wicked. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. I mean... Okay, where was that, Luke? Luke 6, 27-36. You know, and bottom line, you need to treat others as you want to be treated and have compassion for others. And, you know, since really rededicating my life to Christ, you know, after years of just living the way I wanted to live, I now, I, I try to make an effort now to be polite and bring a smile to people like Rufus our dog who just ran in here because you don't know what kind of day someone might be having and you could be the one to brighten their day and and once again today you know I see Nisi do something uh, and I've seen her do this often when she sees a, a lady with low self low self-esteem and she'll go up to them and give them a compliment and uh, we've gone out, you know, and she'd be like, see some woman and say, hey, you look real pretty today. Oh, I love your outfit. Stuff like that. Today, we went to Taco Bell after church before we ran our errands. And this young man that worked for her there, he just looked down the dumps. And she went up to him and said, are you okay? Well, I didn't just go. God, as soon as we pulled up and I seen him, God told me what was going on and I I'm new to all this stuff this prophetic word stuff and I don't want to get it wrong so I I don't want to say I ignored God but I did just like okay Lord I'll pray and did it you know to my praying to myself Rob was waiting on our food and I still felt like God wanted me to talk to him and I'm like God please not now not here and then I said, okay, well, if I see him again, because I hadn't seen him, I thought, well, he's gone, he left, so I'm safe, right? So while we're eating, the boy sat at the table right behind Rob to where I'm eating my food, I get to see this boy's face, and I was like, okay, all right, fine. So got up and went and said, I was praying for you, God, let me know that you are troubled. I just want you to know I'm praying for you. Are you Okay. And he said, yeah, I'm fine. I'm off work. I'm waiting for my ride. That's all. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to pray for you anyway. And kind of left it at that. And then he went outside. And I thought, okay, crazy lady, you done ran the kid out of the restaurant. He's scared to death. You know, I mean, he, he was a black kid. I'm some crazy white lady. And I went outside and I didn't mean to scare you if I did. I'm sorry. God loves you. And he says, I really like your Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> he said I didn't scare him, but I, I, I felt like I did. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it has to be a little unexpected. You know, this goes, and I, I came across a passage. And, and just, whew, how, how much Jesus loves us. And. Whew. Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional because it, it is, to me, a very emotional passage in a, in a way. And just thinking about how much he loves us and he wants us to imitate him. 
and it's oh let me catch my bearings here well when you were reading that it says if you love those who love you what credit is it to you even sinners love those who love them and when you continue reading through that what i see a pattern what jesus is trying to illustrate we're not supposed to look like the world we're supposed to be different so if the world loves those who love them we're no different than they are if that's who we love i mean there's a lot of people that i really have not said i mean mainly in the politics i have a hard time saying that i love certain politicians i just keep praying that God make it like the movie Liar Liar where they can't tell a lie for 24 hours. I would love to hear them all talk. <laughs> <laughs> Just 24 hours and not one politician can tell a lie and boy with the revelation that would occur. <laughs> but I have a hard time saying certain politicians saying I love them. To actually say those words I don't. I, well, that would make me no different than the world. I need to get my bearings together. <laughs> well, like I was getting ready to read, but I had to get my bearings, so I'm glad you stepped in. Because it, you know, John 10, 7 through 18, when I was doing my notes and study for this, I came across this, and Rufus wanted to talk about it to Nikki. <laughs> Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. And there shall be one flock, one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life, only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. See how much Jesus loves us? It's right there. There's no greater love than to lay down one's life for another. I mean, you see it. I mean, maybe because I'm military, this touched me even, or former military, it touched me more, you know, the brotherly love you have in the military. But Jesus laid down his own life for us. Why can't we show love to other people? Because it's not easy. It's not. 
people want, you know, they don't even want to go on that diet because it's not easy. They don't want to do certain jobs because those jobs aren't easy. We want the easy, quick fix. Let me take a pill to lose weight. Let me go to college to find an easier job and make the same amount of money. We want the easy out. And there is no easy out when it comes to love. I think what people, <clears throat> like I do, just acknowledge people, make them smile, listen to them. You know, even if you don't talk to someone, if in your prayers you pray for someone. I mean, there's a lot of times I don't know what's going on with certain people at work. In my during my prayer time in the war room, I I I pray for folks, man. That's showing love, too. I have learned during the mail route not to ask people, how are, how are you? Some of them will keep you half the afternoon telling you exactly how they are doing. <laughs> but they need that person. Sometimes we're the only person they see. Especially with the older folk. I mean, don't. Don't forget your older folks. Sometimes they just want someone to talk to. You know, show them love. And there's one thing like that our church is doing now. And I, I find it pretty awesome. I, mean, I I think I lucked out. I got one of our guests we had on our Juneteenth podcast, Teresa Channels, as my elder. It was called Elder Care. Now I think it's called Covenant Care. I kind of, my vote's for what Tim Volts wanted to call it, Pastor Pals. I kind of like Pastor Pals. I think that's hilarious. But it's that's where our elders are. are the elders have, of the church. Have a group of, they divided the church members, the covenant members up, and they, they pray for them. They're going to reach out. We're going to show each other love and maybe even have dinner together, stuff like that. Practice what we preach. Denise actually met her elder tonight. She didn't know who it was or this morning at church. So yeah. So we have an opportunity to get to know her. I just think, and it's biblical too. I think it was in Titus or something like that. It, Timothy, one of them. It actually spelled that out about the elder care stuff. And I, I was like, wow. I mean, they just announced it a couple weeks ago. And I was like, this is, I then read that. And I was like, Holy cow. I mean, our church really does do things biblically, and it's pretty awesome. Um, that's another way of showing love, and I, I think it's pretty awesome. But I think we'll wrap. I mean, we can do several episodes of love. I think it's one of the other topics, like last week's topic, we can do several different podcasts on. So this might this will be one we touch again later on. But... I'm going to end with this verse and probably the most famous verse in the Bible. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever pleases him shall not perish but have eternal life. Hmm. That's kind of funny because yours, that scripture just kind of ties right into the shed talk I have. I mean, God loves us so much. He gave his one, only son for us. So why be a richer to people? Love like Jesus. Why be a Karen?
Well, no offense to any Karens in our church. <laughs> With that, we'll let Nisi go into Shed Talk. Well, the Shed Talk is kind of like a conviction. God convicted my heart on something, and I, I missed the mark. <laughs> I have a habit of asking people come to church with us. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I should be doing is introducing them to Jesus. I should be asking, are you saved? Do you want to get saved? John 3.16, hey, what's up? I don't do that. And by not doing that and just saying, hey, why don't you come to church? I'm pushing that salvation responsibility of that great commission that I have I'm pushing that off on Pastor Jason. I'm pushing that off on Aaron. I'm the people of my church. And that's not biblical. It's not right. Um, I We spoke a little bit earlier that you don't have to go to church to be saved. And you don't. You can get saved right. I mean, a drug addict can be saved right as they have... A needle getting ready to go into their arm if they you know feel convicted and they want to God can stop that moment um, you don't have to be in church but being in church does help you grow it helps you grow your faith it also helps you with accountability because if you don't go to church every day um, you don't have anyone giving you accountability, you know, saying, hey, have you read your word? Did You know, I don't know, but I would, reading in Revelation 12, 10, kind of, I don't know, it, it was impactful for me. I hope it is for you. It says, then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, now have come salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God. And the authority of our brothers and sisters, who accuses them before our God day and night, has been hurled down. God's going to take care of our accuser. And we have the promise of salvation in the kingdom of our God. Um, let's see. Do, do, yeah, do, I know. Do, do, I should have had this. Do, 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 okay. do, do, do. Be quiet. <laughs> I was reading in Jude as well. It says, But dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, In the last times there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are people who divide you who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the Spirit. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God, keep yourself in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. 
To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. And that is the book of Jude. And I just, he just starts out talking about sin and ungodly people. And then towards the end, he just goes into a prayer. He just, <laughs> I don't know, this is pretty cool. I was just like, oh, and reading that, and he, it's just a letter. He's just talking about ungodly things and situations that we have, and then just goes off in prayer, no sign, no warning, just. But I do have an ending prayer that someone else wrote. Bought a new Bible from Ollie's, and I really, really, really like it. <laughs> it's another Zondervan Bible. It's called The Hope in the Morning. This prayer says it was written by Beth Robertson. Amazing Father in Heaven, help me to reflect your love and patience in all my interactions today. Help me to give beyond what I think I can give because I'm relying on your strength and love for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for all our listeners who continue to listen each week. You know, you can support us on, on all these formats, you know. You can rate spread us. the word. Spread the word. Share it, you know. Interact with us on Facebook. Yeah, interact with us. It's like me and Rob are the only ones that kind of... <laughs> you know... We enjoy doing this every Sunday. We got a little late start today, but we had a lot of things to do today. So, but we always make time every Sunday to do this, and we love coming back each week. I already know Jesus is already on me about our next topic, so I'm gonna start doing digging into that. So, I challenge everyone, even myself, to. Read the Bible every day, regardless if it's a verse, if it's a chapter, a page. Every day. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to what you should be reading. And let's make a pact right now, right here today, that all of us do that. All right, we'll Sounds see you good. next week. See you next week.